Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Tyler's Yarns. I'm your host, Tyler. Our guest today is uh, has an impressive 2000, uh, over 200,000 followers um, on all the social media platforms. Um, she's got one of the most iconic spots on Chapel Street and has been dominating the festival scene since 2016. Um, if you haven't guessed already, our guest is Tibbs and Bones today. Welcome to the podcast. Um, give us a little rundown of who you are and what you do. Hi, I'm so excited yeah, and also excited. really nervous, but really excited. That was, a, first that, podcast. that was the first time I ever read off the paper to <laughs> do the podcast. I was like, it needs to be a big intro this, this time, man. Professional shit yeah. over here. <laughs> only professional, but yeah. you deserve the intro that you oh, got to get. I love that. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, thanks for that lovely intro. Yeah. Um, my name's Jade. Uh, I am one of the co owners of Tibbs and Bones, which I created with my partner, Maddie. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've been around for a few years now, which is pretty crazy. It's gone pretty quickly. Um, we started off, I don't know if you know that we started off actually in vintage clothing, which is no, pretty wild. I didn't yeah. know that at all. Well, yeah. what, what year did you start off? Uh, so 2000, I think like officially 2016, but we were like randomly around for like a year or two before. Yeah, we started um, vintage clothing in that year or two before. Yeah, so vintage clothing, um, we used to do the market, so Camberwell what, and all what the What type of stuff. vintage? Like, oh, it's a bit of everything. We mainly did like really cutesy sort of um, vintage dresses and like oh, random yeah. little shirts and stuff. So like um, 70s, 80s. Yeah, or sort of stuff that we do not sell now, which yep. is so interesting. We sort of transitioned <laughs> away from that completely. completely. Yeah. But so, and it's really cool because some of our customers who used to buy vintage from us back in those days at the market still shop with us today, which so is pretty the, wild. What markets were you doing? Uh, so we did, we used to do like a few of the random vintage ones around St Kilda and we yeah. did the Camberwell one, like Rose Street, a few other sort of ones like that. Um, and, but yeah, Fitzroy Market and stuff like yeah. that. Oh, was Fitzroy Market there back then, or is Fitzroy it Market? Or is it oh, Fitzroy I don't know. Market, yeah. I think it was Rose Street, wasn't it? I, I don't, don't know. know. Was anyway. that at the school year? Oh, uh, no, nah, I don't know. Mate, that's casting my little <laughs> mind a little far back. That's running Maddie here. Yeah. So, um, pretty much, yeah. Just wanted to get your story, like how yeah. you started, all that sort of stuff. So you're pretty much just selling vintage clothing yep. since 2014 to like, let's just say 2016 or yep. whatever. Yeah. Then Tibbs and Bones emerged yeah. out of the scene. It emerged. Yeah, so we we had a bit of an interest in online sales at the time. So we were like, oh, let's start an online store, like really naively. And we started this really shitty little plug-in. I think it was Big Cartel <laughs> at the time. It was the most terrible store I look back. Really cute though, you know, you've got to come from somewhere. Um, and... Yeah, at the time we were really getting into the festival circuit. So that's the sort of way that we wanted to, I guess, transition the business. Mads and I, when we started Tibbs and Bones, it was quite random. We, we, it was quite an organic start because we always wanted to have a business together. We always loved fashion. We were always sort of in that scene. We just didn't know on what level. So it was quite a bit of a journey into where we are now. Uh, yeah. I guess we didn't sit down with a business plan and go in five years, this is where we want to be. It just sort of, we took each day as it came, which was a really nice way to do it. Um, Mads and I were both working full time when we started Tibbs. I, like, you know, the hustle is real when you start your own business. So a lot of long nights and weekends and things to get it going. We had it uh, in the, our lounge room at the time, packing all our orders. It was really cute. Moved to our garden shed, which was a bloody step up, I will say. Getting there in life. In Getting there, you know. All those, uh, those warm nights in that little garden <laughs> shed. It was great. Um, well, it's always memories that make yeah. you feel better, eh? Yeah, it is. And yeah, and one set of tips was off the ground online. It was a big goal of ours to have a physical store because we just love that immersive experience of the um, shop front. Uh, and we love having that face-to-face with customers. It's a... Uh, a really important part of our business still today, that real omni-channel sort of, um, I guess, combination of the two. 
So we did a little pop-up store in Northgate in a little warehouse down the side street for a couple of months. Maddie used to finish his job like at five o'clock and then like rush home and open it for like two hours. And then on the weekends we'd open it and it was cool. Got a lot of interest. Um, Everyone loved it. So we were lucky enough to get a lease on High Street in Northgate and we opened up our first actual real proper store. Was Was High Street busy back then compared to what it is now? It was, yeah, I think it was much for muchness, but... For where we were, it didn't really matter because we were a little bit further out anyway, yeah. sort of as you get into Thornbury. So it was more of that destination-y, I guess. Yeah, well, store. people would want to come to your store because they're like, oh, let's go to Tibbs and Bones yeah, this weekend. You know what I really mean? it's really nice. You have people sort of travelling from everywhere. Yeah. And at the time in Northcote, we had these big murals down the side with like uh, our Sailor Moon mural was really well known. Then we had like the Daddy, which was, you know, uh, not everyone loved. But yeah, so it was pretty iconic. Um did, yeah. he get, did he get a lot of shit for it or something? Yeah. What, what I don't know. I think it was just, I don't know, not everyone's sort of into the daddy culture. So those <laughs> people had something to say about it when they used well, to see pass us. Or yeah. Like, yeah. Sometimes oh, they'd bail, at us, bail us up at festivals and sort of, yeah, have a little go. But what? then they'd meet me and be like, oh, she's a nice person. Like, <laughs> she's actually, she means no harm. Yeah. <laughs> she's actually really nice. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And then it changed their whole perception. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'm into nice. daddy culture. <laughs> yeah. So what was the timing between those two? So you pretty much were... Like from, yeah, 2016 to when did you start doing those pop-ups? Oh, so the pop-up was just before 2016, so oh, probably yeah, so 2015. Early. Yeah, so, um, so this is all between, before. Yeah, in yeah. a pretty quick little time frame. Yeah. So I think the pop-up was only for a few months and then within that year, that's when we got our lease in 2016. Oh, cool. And that's when we actually, you know, um, I was working actually at Tiger Mist and Slash IMG at the time yeah. and Alana and Stevie were so supportive and let me cut my days to actually put some more energy into our real store yeah and then yeah i stepped away from that and did it full time and then maddie joined me and here we are today now we have two stores and online store well sorry one store we did have two stores one store now so you came from a fashion background so you said you used to work for tiger miss yeah like did you help with your designer like what were you doing oh my gosh i wore so many hats it was great (laughs) i learned so much i still do now as a business owner as you would know yeah yeah so good um it's probably what you learned from (laughs) Running tips and bones now, <laughs> yeah. you already went through it all before, yeah. you know. <laughs> totally. I got to learn from some pretty amazing women. So I started off uh, at a wholesale agency in Collingwood. So I did that for a few years under an amazing boss called Jade, who taught me a lot about work ethic and, uh, I guess, tenacity. Yeah. And then from there, I met Stevie and Alana Pallister and moved over to Tiger Mist to work for them. So I had a couple of roles there. I started as online coordinator. So uh a lot of product uploads and editing and photo shoots, that sort of thing. Moved over to executive assistant for Lani for a couple of years and then wholesale coordination. Yeah, Yeah, I was sort of everywhere. (laughs) That's so good. Did you build up in the company pretty much from when you got to Tigermas after the wholesale place? Yeah, so and then the wholesale business, uh, oh, sorry, portion of the business was pretty new. So uh, that was really exciting to like be able to sort of start that with them from the ground up. Well, because um, you had a bunch of knowledge from yeah, working from, at the prior yeah, place. Exactly. So yeah, it was cool. And then yeah, stepped away from the girls and put all my efforts into Tibbs. How was putting all your, like stepping away? Was it like a lot stressful? Like, because I know when you're like, in, even for me, it was super stressful because I was working as a lifeguard, not so much, but I was still paying rent as mm-hmm. well, like at my place. And I was like, oh, I'm putting all my eggs into one basket where I was only making $100 a week, you know. So like fucking spending stressful. Money. <laughs> no Not one even pre- that. No one prepares you with how stressful it is yeah. going to be to take the leap and start your own business. So how did you deal with that, starting your first store in Northcote? Uh, yeah, it's a good question because Mads and I are pretty like, I don't know what the term is without sounding like a loser, but like 
didn't come from money. Like, do you know what I mean? Like we had to work really fucking hard. So it was really cool. It was stressful. It was a learning experience, but at the same time, it's made us the people who we are. Uh, I guess you just need a lot of resilience and you got to take risks and just keep pushing really. Was it hard working with your partner? No, Mads and I've well, been together actually, since we were like babies, since we're like 15 you, now. <laughs> yeah, we I love thought, it. I thought you were going to be like, yeah, we had so many fights, <laughs> so much, need to make this amount of money. No, to, no, I don't know, cool. like, I think we're a bit of a yin and yang. So like if I'm down, that. he sort of brings me up and if he's down, I bring him up. So it, it it's a pretty rare day when we're both like fucking stressed. That's when you know it's like something serious. Yeah, something Am I allowed to swear, by the yeah, way? Yeah, okay. swear as much as right. you want. This is a Fantastic. do whatever you want podcast, to be honest. <laughs> Say whatever you want. Jeez it doesn't really please. matter. Okay. <laughs> so that's cool. So um, yeah, so you've moved into your Northgate store. Um, are you still doing festivals by that point or uh, like yes. because because were you doing like festival stores as well? Yeah, we were. So uh, we've done quite a few festival stores. Um, Mainly what festivals? Like yeah, I'm just trying to cast my brain back. I think yeah. it's like a pre-COVID, <laughs> post-COVID world that yeah, we live true. in. Um, we used to do like Babylon Fest, oh, yeah. uh, Beyond the Valley, uh, and a few other. Did you ever do? do Rainbow or anything like that? Or just we always used to go to Rainbow because oh, it was yeah. like one that we wanted that's, to That's your party enjoy. one. Yeah. <laughs> that's your party yeah. one. So, yeah, and a few others. Got to let us some steam somehow. I know. Eh? The girls got a bloody little yeah. hair down from time to time, yeah. you know. Jeez. Um, yeah, so just a few. And, yeah, that, that was pretty hard to manage, I guess, because you want to go and have a good time, but then you also want to run the store back in Northcote and the online yeah. as well as have a shop front at a well. festival, yeah. spreading yourself a bit thin at times. Yeah, especially, <laughs> um, so pretty much like, because you went through that time, there's a lot of festivals, you had a new Northcote store and then we're moving into like pre-COVID times. Yeah. How did that all sort of affect your business? Because you main like mainly yeah, yeah. just like, Focus on festival clothing. Yeah, that was a time. Uh, yeah, that's why that I wanted to know. I'm just like, <laughs> let's unlock it. Yeah, let's un- let's, <laughs> let's let's open that box, man. Because yeah. um, no. this is a question I've been wanting to ask you for a long time as well. <laughs> I'm Since glad you, you saved store. it for the potty. Yeah, fuck. and I was like, oh, when I see her, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask her. <laughs> Great, we can chat about yours yeah. after. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know that. 20 was it 2020? Yeah, yeah that was a that it? was a year. So we, um, as you said, we're fully festival orientated at this point. Yeah. So before that, when the the fires hit was actually our first point of um, stress because Rainbow was cancelled oh, and true. a lot of sort of, that. yeah, around that time. So our sort of uh, Rainbow market is usually sort of what gets us through Jan yep. and then sort of bulks us up for the winter and everything and gets us through. Yeah, because you um, need to be doing bulk amount of your sales yeah. in summer and yes. then like to Helps bring you over to the winter. winter. Yeah, because yeah, the winter's... Uh, Used to be pretty slow for us. Yeah, until like you get brand. to like spring or something like that, yeah. where like the first festival, like I think there's exactly. like Hopkins Creek and like Meredith and stuff, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that was something our accountant always said to us like, you need to work out how to make it less peaks and troughs and try and smooth it across the whole year. But yeah, because it's a lot harder. It's hard as a festival yeah. label. It's sort of, you know, especially without having to heavily target the states, which I don't think we were necessarily ready for and I don't even think we're ready for now because that's a whole nother market for us. Yeah, I think you guys would do all right in the States because well, it would be the, the opposite. So then mm. there'd be what, Burning Man. There's a whole bunch totally, of yeah. whole bunch of good ones. Well, babe, we'll get you on board. You can help yeah. us do that. <laughs> that's a whole, that's a whole, <laughs> that's nother, a whole, nother that's a whole nother monster then. <laughs> yeah. I'm still just, oh. yeah, just trying to get Australian oh festivals, God, you know. Oh, true. Jeez. Uh, so, yeah, so the fires, that was the first, uh, yes, really stressful time. But I was really proud of us, our team. We uh 
I we really banded together and we did a lot for we've raised a lot of money for donations and pulled a lot of physical donations together. Yeah. Um, and just sort of focused on that during that time. And then yeah, COVID came as well. So we just had that and we were sort of working out how to get through that little part and then COVID hit and yeah, it, I'm not going to lie, like as any small business owner or even person, that was a really tough time. That it was just generally. From, yeah. Generally, it just went from, you know, normal everyday life to boom. You know, we had days where we had no sales. Yeah. And I was it, in the same boat as it you. It was yeah. just Huge. like, I'm like, like cool, what the hell? we're all going to have to walk away. Like, you know, we have employees and our own yeah. selves look after and. Pretty much everything. Yeah, everyone to horrible. shit. And everyone like wasn't going to spend money because it was so uncertain. And ever, even for us, it was like, we didn't even get orders one day and you're yeah. like what yeah what that is even going same. on we were like it was like apocalyptic sort of energy yeah especially um, there's for a week there where they were just like not telling unknown, you anything and you're like oh uncertain but so at this point you had your northgate store what ha- when was the like the chapel store open yeah and I just, all of this because yeah, i was like I was there a crossover that. there was a crossover yeah. uh so that was i think in 2000 oh my gosh we're coming up to like four years yeah so 2018 is it yeah, yeah, 2018. 2018. Um, yeah, we heard Southside just calling our name because we've yeah. got such a big customer base here. So we're yeah. like, we all love you in Southside. Like, what are we doing? We all love you. Yeah, which is for, great. for people that aren't in, aren't in Melbourne, pretty much is south of the river <laughs> okay. and then north of the river. Yeah, yeah there's a riv- rivalry, but I love everyone, man. I love everyone. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I spend <laughs> like, enough time just on be both. Fr- yeah, can't literally, can't, can't we just all be friends, man? <laughs> yeah, I'm a bridge between the two. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but in a bit of hindsight on that move, I don't think it was the wisest move having two stores in one yeah. town um, how did you go like managing that two stores and then oh. running all the festivals like look logistically all, it's like yeah a we didn't know what we were doing like you know we hadn't even run one store properly let mm. alone two stores so it was a really beautiful and exciting step for us but a good learning opportunity too because i think we were all just spread really thin yeah and we couldn't really give a thousand percent you know to yeah. either so it mm. was a good learning curve but when COVID hit, we uh, had the opportunity to get out of our lease um, and we made the call and within a week we were out. We'd moved everything to my stepdad's storage and the rest of it to uh, the Chapel Street store. So was, it, was, it hard, was it a hard decision choosing between the Chapel Street and Northgate or was there a, a no, silver lining? I think, um, I think Chapel's where we would always aim to be. Yeah. Um, it was just an emotional attachment, I think, to Northgate because that's where we sort of built the brand. And yeah, and when you, yeah, yeah. We, you live close as yeah, well. Yeah, and we live really close, so <laughs> that the drive's fun every morning. Yeah. But, um, no, I think once we made the decision, it was an easy decision because we knew it was the right one and it was for, you know, the longevity of our business and for, you know, the longevity of our staff um, and ourselves. So... Yeah, it was a little bit sad for a day, but then we just got over it. We're like, cool, yeah, next, cool. let's Done. do it. Yeah. Make next, yeah. next chapter yeah. in our lives, which <laughs> exactly. is like so much better because it's like there's always so much happening. Yeah, exactly. And then moving, so moving into the Chapel Street mm-hmm. store, you've never looked back, I'm guessing, or nah, you've been loving back. Chapel Street. Love Chaps. Yeah. Chaps is my home. As I said before, most iconic Sick. store on Chapel Street, man. <laughs> Stop it. Love it. You make my head pop. <laughs> no, it's, um, we love it over Chaps. It's, yeah, what's not to love? And the community here, yeah. like you probably Unreal. would know it yourself like it's an amazing community and really supportive small business chapel's our home it's an amazing community over here all the businesses really get behind each other actually though they like, do. this is the only place that what i heck? feel like we're all supportive of each other and actually mm-hmm. want to do stuff together exactly. like a lot of places everyone's just like oh yeah like, especially in sydney man they would not be doing this at, like we're making like brochures and shit so people come to chapel street like you know it's like, amazing i've never yeah. um yeah i agree i've never seen it anywhere else it's mm. 
even comparing with Northcote to here, Northcote, yeah. no one wanted a bar of us. We're, the only but friends we, we had we even just did a joint giveaway, giveaway as well. All of our yeah, brands all around. Of our brands. Yeah. yeah, all of our brands. And the Chapel Street Precinct, like the council, yeah. they get behind all, all the stores and all the businesses. Yeah. Like you feel so supported here. And mm. through COVID, that, I think that was... And they were pushing us massively pushing through us COVID. Like, uh-huh. They were going onto the news and like pushing us. Yeah, exactly. They were saying, yep, come to Chapel, like... And I have no words for that support and yeah. like what that meant to everyone, you know, to get through that time, just to have that little bit of, you know, hand on your back, like we got you. It was yeah. really special. Mm. Literally. And that's, yeah, I'm in the same boat. Mm. Good community. Um, fuck yeah, good, good everything, man. Um, we're, <laughs> like, we're lucky to be in the area we are. <laughs> yeah. So pretty much like through COVID, you are like, was it hard? Um. For lack of a better word, yes, it yeah, was hard. Very hard. It was really hard. I guess um, this it was more so the starts at a period, that little period of unknown and the few months sort of easing into it. And then once we got over the shock, we all, um, you know, us and the girls, we just knuckled down. We sort of worked out trend buzzword pivoting. We worked out what we could do to survive because, yeah, because you know. Because you, you obviously, when COVID first started, it was like, I think TikTok came in. We were on TikTok first and yeah, then you were like right after yeah. us. And I was like, yeah, because we were the same thing because we're like, oh, we need to do as much as we can. Exactly. And that was a really, I think TikTok was a really key part to that change and that pivoting. Yeah, people at that time, they're like, oh, fuck TikTok. It's not going to be anything. It's not going to be everything. Now look at it now. It's two years later. and Yeah. Like, I think I'm really proud of us for getting you, on that TikTok yeah, bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> you. Lucky, like that's but like that's not yeah. listening to anyone. That's yeah. like a learning curve that I learned really early on yeah. in my business career. Like, don't care what people say, try everything. Yeah, I love that. And yeah, yeah you just And even if you fail, you learn something. Yeah, so it's like I mean. just give it a go. Like yeah. just fucking do it. <laughs> Perfectly. That's yeah. pretty much exactly yeah. it. Um I've also got another question as well. What are some of the like cause I, I also like festivals? Um, I love going to festivals, go to Meredith every year and stuff like that. Yep. But what are some of the your do's and don'ts for well, so do give me three each. This is really hard because you know, different people at tips would say different things. But yeah. I'm like really responsible. So I like <laughs> to make sure that I drink lots of water, yeah. that I take care of my friends, I get some sleep. Um, take care of your friends is a big yeah. one. Everyone's gotta take care of their I friends. I think so. And even if they're not your friend, just take care of people and yeah. be kind and show a bit of, you know, love because you never know what someone's going through at a festival, whether they're so having I mean, a really hard time. Might be going through a breakup yeah. or go through like something bad in yeah. their life, you know, and it's exactly. just like you're positive. It's just nice you're to be there for people, positive yeah. Positive energy, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. Like so it. your three do's for a festival. Oh Make yeah. Sure you take what, what was the other question? What three your, don'ts. What are your th- so those are your three do's. Oh, they're my do's. Oh. What's your three don'ts for the festival? Fuck my don'ts. Oh, can they just Only relate th- to my do's? <laughs> like, don't not sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get enough sleep at the festival. Maybe sunscreen. Make, don't don't kick not on. wear sunscreen. No, nah, do kick on, but yeah. just, you know, take care of yourself, bub. Yeah, yeah. Take <laughs> so no sunscreen. You can kick on. Yeah. But make sure you sleep enough. Yeah. And what's your third one? Yeah, you can feel free to cut that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What's your number three? Don't. Oh shit! I don't know. That's really. Oh, you know what? My number three would be. This is also really responsible and really lame. Yeah. But be as responsible as you want. Yeah. Yeah. I'm responsible. You know me. You know I'm a responsible person. Um. I'm the complete opposite. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. You and I are yin and yang. Yeah, literally. Um, I would always make sure you've got a driver organized. Oh. Perfect. Uh, that's do you just, like that? Because yeah, I love that. What are you talking about? I've been like stuck at a festival oh. or because we haven't organized someone to stay sober yeah. or whatever to drive. Or someone just gets, they were or supposed to gets drive, too gets lit. too loose. Yes. And they're like, oh, they're way too loose. And, and you're like, sometimes by the end, you just want to get the fuck out of there yeah. and you've been there for, you know, days on end. Yeah. You're all sun stroked and. <laughs> 
especially Ruined. rainbow or whatever it's yeah. like a couple days more extra yeah. than everything else and you're like yeah oh beauty gotta get out of here now yeah it's and it's still ages away it's still like two hours yeah, two exactly. and a half hours and you're like oh that's a bloody cruise yeah and then you know yeah anyway that's my that's so those are your, so your four do's and your two don'ts we like to keep it positive here on this yeah. podcast <laughs> What can I say? I'm a positive gal. Yeah, love it, love it, love it. Um, I also, I was also looking through your website the other day, actually, and I was, yeah, I love the bottom of your website where it was like, um, what did it say? It was the oh, like our acknowledgement, yeah. sort of, yeah. Do you want to like get into that? What are your like sort of values of like four tibs and bones? Yeah. Because, um, yeah, even when I walked into your store, you're super friendly. Mm-hmm. Super nice. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Because yeah. I've been following your, your journey for a long time. Yeah. As I was saying before we got on here. So that's really nice. Yeah. I went to your Northcote store, actually. Did you? Yeah, was I random. working? No, I don't oh, think so. That would have been cute. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> but even before I started this, that's how wow. long. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's really nice. Um, yeah, I don't know. I guess something that we build tips on is definitely um, just kindness and love and inclusivity. Um, with, you know, whether sexual orientation, gender, um, background anything we've got a it's a very welcoming space and all our tips crew are very welcoming kind people um it's a really safe space so yeah. you can come whether you're wanting to try something for the first time whether you know you're young and you're just sort of finding your own way or whatever it might be or if you just want to come in and have your little a little yarn yeah your little yarn little yarn um yeah i guess that they're, they're really core values to our store just being a really kind and warm and loving environment for people to come in yeah i definitely feel mm. that's why i wanted to get you on as well because we've got very similar values and oh, like what we really see nice. in the store which yeah, is nice we do, yeah. yeah but um yeah even with that like you work with a lot of other companies as well you work with billy bones club yeah clothing the gap yeah um yeah how was moving from like doing your own stuff because you yeah. do a lot of like festival mm. um, wearable jacks and that sort of stuff yeah. and now you're working with other brands like that yeah how well, did I you see um, that change over well i guess Brands have always been a really core part of our business uh, as we sort of move through, and they've just been beca- they've just become even more important. We have a lot of brands like Solanzi, for instance, who we've yep. worked with for you know years, even you know since we sort of almost nearly started. And what is an, what is that brand? Shout it out, please, yeah, Solanzi, my girl yeah. Lay. Um, she is based in Melbourne, and she is a festival clothing brand. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, she's just one of the examples. We are really lucky to stock a bunch of brands. Yeah, like Billy Brones, Closing the Gaps, uh, The Vault, our Demonia Shoes pop off. Um, who else is there? We've got Ragged Priest in there. Is it, har- is it hard like managing all that yeah. as well? Like because what you like listed over 10 companies. Yeah, it is, is it hard. Like hard. And there's heaps more yeah. too. Like we have a lot of SKUs, a lot of variants. Yeah, so that's what I mean. How does it? Yeah, is it, that's, that's yeah, where that's Maddie comes in. Yeah, and you're you know? just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I do TikTok. He does all the important stuff. That's for sure. Not that TikTok's <laughs> not important, but <laughs> not that tic- I just mean yeah. it's more, I don't know, yeah. Nah, TikTok's very important. It is very important. So you pretty much run a lot of it in your business you run a lot of the social media yeah or? I pretty much do most of the social media and Maddie does uh pretty much all the buying um and ordering and everything like that so I guess um you know no one teaches you these things you just learn as you go and we're very just intuitive as to what we need and what's sort of upcoming and and now we've had a couple of years experience um or a few more than a couple of years experience uh you can sort of base a lot of your decisions on you know, past, past events. failures, or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I guess or taking past, yeah, like past things that have worked or yeah, past things that haven't. Exactly. That you'd be like, oh, we could do yeah. this differently. Or so, and we sort of know our customer base now too, in terms of you know pricing and all different 
things like that. Yeah. Just taking code. Because like, you, le- you actually you learn yeah, as you go as well. You, you can be like, oh, yeah, that can be that. Oh, or my that gosh. Can be this, you just you learn know? every day. Yeah, like Every single day something you learn. You, like, even if you're doing the same stuff every day, it's like, yeah. oh, we can do that quicker. Holy or shit. we can do this. Yes. I thought I got to a point in my life where I was like, sick. Oh, we've learned streamlined it as much as we I can. I know exactly what's up. I've yeah. streamlined this shit. You yeah. don't. It's just like. Every day yeah, it's like, oh, we could actually change this to do something a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. And then that actually just saved us like exactly. a whole day of the exactly. week. Exactly, yeah. You know, that's like a whole day that you could have off or yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, so you're like with the social media stuff, you built up a um, presence early on. So like you're yeah. on first on Instagram and then like yeah. obviously TikTok, but you've got a lot of followers on both. Yeah. How did you um, go by like doing, like growing your following? And have you got any tips for anyone? Yeah, I guess... Um, like, now, like, in a time where we're in now, like, with social media. Yeah. Well, I guess we were really lucky to get on board with Instagram in the pretty early days where yeah. I think it was much easier to grow your following. I don't know if you find it now on Instagram, oh, so but odd. it's really stagnated now. Mm. And a lot of people are moving away from the platform for a lot of reasons. Um, but, yeah, at, towards the start, we just maintained consistency with our posting. We did a lot of collaborative, of like, competitions and things like that. Um, and we also did a lot of like, uh, not too many, but, you know, enough sort of influencer posts and things like that with um, taking photos in our product and tagging us. Mm. And yeah, it's a little bit harder. I think now on Instagram, you don't sort of see those instant results that you used to see, um, especially in terms of with influencing and things like that. Mm. Um, like influencing sort of like a dying thing, like everyone's yeah. sort of an influencer now, if yeah. that makes sense. I think it's, yeah, you just sort of... I don't know. There's some amazing influences out there, but yeah. it's not that many that I see that instant result from. Yeah. Um, whereas when we sort of started Instagram uh, a few years ago, it was, that's much, when it was like, much easier to gauge. That's when like influencer marketing was at its peak as yeah. well, you know, and like a, it actually worked because yeah. these influencers weren't like just influencers from mm. the start because they were cool or they yeah. did such stuff that were cool or mm. different. And yeah, that's why. But so you moved from Instagram, like yeah, you grew so up from just being from like, Yep. Consistently. Consistently. Yeah. Obviously, still we still on. go hard on Instagram because yeah, you know everyone, everyone does. That's yeah. what we do. Yeah. And then yeah, TikTok probably the same thing. Um, we as we were talking about before, it was a great time to learn how to use it when we had heaps of downtime <laughs> in COVID. I was yeah. like, man, I need to stretch my brain. Mm. Something not related to COVID. Let's learn TikTok. Do you think you would have ever got on TikTok if COVID didn't hit? Oh yeah, definitely. Actually, yeah, yeah straight away. Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so fun. I yeah, love it. I have the so best good. time. I'm like, what was I doing not on here? Um. But definitely just got me on it a bit quicker and a bit like... Yeah, oh, bit let's more, like start. Let's do this. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Let's start making heaps of TikTok. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which we did and still yeah. do. Um, and so I don't, my advice on TikTok would just be to be uh, authentic. I think find your brand. It's pretty easy to get caught up in what everyone else is doing and try and uh, not replicate, but just sort of fit a certain mold that you think you might need to be to be, yeah. you know, famous on there. But you can even just like find your niche on whatever. And like, it's always... Like with TikTok, you can just be like, oh, yeah, do that. Mm. It didn't work this time. Yeah. You know, because it doesn't matter. No, that's like, the thing. Like, well, a thousand people might see a post or whatever, but then, like, something that does work that gets, like, 10,000 views. Exactly. Like, oh, why did that work? And they're yeah. like, oh, we could keep using that. Exactly. It's like a roll-on thing, I reckon. And I think, like, not to be discouraged because yeah. it... Because I think that's a massive thing about so being so, social media. Because oh you're like, God. oh, I, I put so much time into this TikTok and it's just like, oh, Bombed. it only got... F- yeah. Full bomb, like 200 yeah. views or whatever. Yeah. Never got 200 views before, but it's just like... It's just well, it like you got to just get over it and be like, oh, okay, like yeah, that didn't oh, did work I post, next. Yeah. Do I post it at the wrong time? And then you're like... <gasps> and you could self-analyze yeah. for bloody and days. And then you do it all the time. And you're like, oh. Sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just keep going. Like keep pushing. 
I think I see a lot of people who, you know, whether they create TikTok accounts for their brand or whatever it might be. Yeah, they just sort of, um, you know, they give it a little crack and then they give up. They're like, yeah, no, it's not going to work for me. But TikTok's one of those funny ones. You just got to keep pushing. Yeah, it's like keep going. I think it was like they were saying, oh, yeah, do 52 52 TikToks and then your 53 one's going to be your next one because you never know when you're going to blow up or go viral. I made that up (laughs) because they might be like, oh, yeah, you do 30 TikToks and then it's like, oh, your 31st one might be the best. You know what I mean? That's exactly right. Yeah, that's exactly right. That's, I think, the mindset that people don't have that Mm. it's like, oh, um, I've made 100 TikToks, but. Nothing's mm. gone viral yet. Yeah, and I think people want that sort of it's overnight gratification. Then. It's like yeah. you just got to keep going. Yeah, like, it's like everything. You're like, it's not everything. Instagram, it's like you got to mm. post consistently. Mm. And now it's hard with like stories. You got to mm. be putting up a lot of stories and they exactly. got to be like, especially Instagram's different to TikTok because it's a lot more clean cut. Mm. Whereas TikTok, you can just like set up your phone anywhere. You can go rogue on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, so like, rogue. It's so good. <laughs> so it's, you can just be as, as organic as you like, whereas Instagram is so much more curated. Yeah, such a such a rogue app. But uh, yeah. It is. So Although I have been loving putting my TikToks on Instagram. Yeah, yeah loving the such reels. Such a vibe. Love they, the reels. They reckon, they reckon that um, they're going to stop doing that. Yeah, they are. They just yeah, started going really well. It. Now it's bombed again because yeah, everyone hates the app. And I was like, oh, beauty. But then it was because of influencers. <laughs> yeah, they is. They got angry at it. Yeah, but Kitty then K. She was hating it. There's a lot of other, yeah. It, there's like a whole bunch of them that were just like, oh, we don't like Instagram anymore. Yeah. But then it's like, because you don't want to make the time to make a mm. TikTok video and be an actual authentic. Yeah. That's what TikTok is. Mm. And it's like, oh got to be authentic. But and do you think too then, because with Instagram, I think it used to be, you know, a photo sharing app and it's lost that beauty. It's completely lost. Now so there's yeah. no place for that content. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Where true. But, but even at the moment they're putting, they don't even show you your friends. Yeah, Or they don't even show you your business, <laughs> like businesses that you follow. Like yeah, you follow these, bu- you bu- follow these businesses for a reason yeah. to support them. Like we've got nearly 70,000 followers and then what only like oh i know sometimes you're like what the fuck like yeah, it's is like this what like, i get what's that what's the code when you're like you think you're like it's not blacklisted what's that word? yeah or, um that. shadow ban shadow ban yeah. every day i'm like hello shadow was, ban. yeah and it's like Silly, what it's and then sometimes I, like i do a bad thing i'm like oh yeah do i was like oh I'll post a photo yeah. and it's like 100 likes and then some real gets <laughs> yeah. like three thousand you're like, like, you're like <laughs> <laughs> beauty like it's really oh my god random thought yeah do you get referred on tiktok the videos of the crystal the live crystal streams no oh my god what is it, it must just be my algorithm yeah i get i get all these up. random card card readings man oh, we're yeah. just the like live re- ones? yeah just the live <laughs> ones and i was like beauty what's going on man oh, I'm and pretty much all I, yeah, all I pretty much do is watch like surfing videos and then i'm like how did how did this come up through this whole algorithm i don't know why i'm being surfed crystals yeah. it's the most satisfying content and i guarantee you some of your listeners would have watched before and yeah yeah that's probably popped up for them as well 2 a.m on a thursday night there's nothing more soothing than sitting there watching them jangling these crystals <laughs> around in this like levitating bowl it's so weird oh i think i know what you're talking about yeah those it's things like vibrating. Yeah, 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 yeah like it's a vibrating bowl and they scoop it out and they test through all the crystals funny story so i was um watching kim kardashian whatever the catch up with the kardashians don't yeah. know why anyways yeah um it's really on brand for you. yeah on brand yeah. but then on the intro she was like doing one of those crystal things really? um not this kim kardashian what's the uh, um, chloe courtney Chloe, kylie uh kendall kendall <laughs> that's what it was yeah kendall was doing one of those things and i was like up to like what, what are you doing <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know why that. I was watching it. The Kardashians going rogue. We're going to cut that one. We love it. <laughs> no, we'll keep that in and enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. All right, I got one more question for you. Yeah. What do you see for the future of Tibbs and Bones? Any pop-ups? Yeah. Um, That's a really... Know, any um, stores, new stores, any... Yeah, I don't know. I guess just always growing, America? learning, evolving... Oh, Okay. Yeah, 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 look, um, we are really, we really want to focus on our online. So we're actually looking at our own um, production at the moment, which will be in the works for summer this year of yeah. our own festival collection, oh, which is really exciting. That's cool. Um, and so we want to grow a little bit more that side of the business. Uh, yep. Physical stores will always be a part of our business. Yeah. Um, just to what capacity, I don't know. The past few years of COVID really just sort of got us. Yeah, took you back two took steps. Took us back yeah. two steps, as you but know. they maybe could have t- like, taken you forward <laughs> just because, like. Yeah. Oh, it took us forward. So much yeah. learning. It was great. So much learning. That's yeah, what I mean. Like, I it's loved like it. it maybe took you back there. I, loved but then it. Now, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. I didn't love it, but I mean, yeah. like, I love the learning. I love the learning from yeah, it. You love always, the learning everyone from loves the learning. Yeah. So, you yeah. reckon uh, mm. just keep your store in Chapel Street? I don't know. We, we would love to open a store in Sydney. Yeah. Um, that would be us as well. probably our next, yeah. really. Let's yeah. do it at the same time. Yeah, then we can, like, help each other. That would be Then we can just, like, collab on it. Yeah. Let's collab. Yeah. Collab on the store. We can share them. We just do Saturday and Sunday. Like, you open on Saturday and I open on Sunday. I low key love that. Yeah, great idea. I trust you. I would need someone I trust up yeah. there. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess in the not too distant future, I would more just say like our um, our online and our in production, which is really exciting. Yeah. Um, yeah, and just exciting things to come for the store. I can't really say too much about the Melbourne yeah. store at the moment, but we've got some exciting things in the works. And for and the up and coming summer. Yeah, yeah. Just um, yeah, for the up and coming summer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then Sydney, and then. The world, babes, the, the world. world. Then you're taking on yeah, the world. Yeah, then we're coming to all the countries yeah. people request us, like Berlin, Hamburg, <laughs> uh, Christchurch. Amsterdam. <laughs> yeah. Go to Auckland and New Zealand. Turkey. Like, yeah. That's good, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks for having. Um, thanks for coming on. Thanks, thanks for, uh, thanks for your hour of your time. <laughs> did I do all right? That was it, it really perfect. Do you want to give yourself a plug? Plug all your Instagram, yeah. your website. Yeah. Tell us what you sell. Thanks everyone for listening that was really scary but i'm really proud of myself that's my yeah, first i'm very podcast. proud of you too thanks Tyler. couldn't <laughs> have done it without you um we're called tibs and bones so tibs and bones sometimes i say it a bit quick on instagram and and my name is jade mary if you want to follow me on my personal you know i post things about my dog and my favorite cakes Really and exciting. sometimes new stock. <laughs> and yeah, really exciting new yeah. stock as well. And your store 20. I, all I post is like about my store 20 times. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have to sort of rein that in a bit. Yeah. It, people get annoyed. People I'm like, yeah, I, reckon I'm getting so, I reckon I'm getting so many unfollows just because <laughs> people are just like, oh, not the store again. <laughs> yeah. I know. You've got to learn to distance yourself yeah. a little bit. You sort of become amalgamation yeah. of and then I just business. Start, when I just start taking photos of like old t-shirts, I'm like, yeah, beauty. You'd probably be the same way. Like taking well, photos of shoes. You're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Not the 20th shoe <laughs> for the week. you got to rein it in, babes. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give them something else to say. Uh, <laughs> um, so but yeah. thank you, Tyler. That was great. Yeah, what was your website as well? Um, www.tibsandbones.com. And we have our amazing store on Chapel Street in Windsor, yep. number 143. Windsor's the best side. Yeah, Windsor's yep. the gorge side with all the delicious yep. foods the and things. Stuffs. Yes, yes. And the amazing shops. Um, yeah, and that's that's us. Sweet. Thanks for coming on. That was really good. And <laughs> Been a long fan, so very good, <laughs> oh, very good. So yeah, nice. You won't be able to walk out of this. <laughs> Head will be too big. Head is about hitting the ceiling. (laughs) Uh, Sweet. Thanks.